This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. If you joined us last week, you'll recall we had a little fun relearning the lessons in old children's stories. This week, we're exploring the world of natural remedies. We're talking all things holistic. We're re-engaging with what the earth has to offer and what we innately have to offer ourselves to take care of ourselves and each other. And that's what today's topic is. For the first day in our week on Natural Remedy, we're talking about our relationship with nature. For thousands of years, indigenous peoples lived life at one with Earth in harmony with the aspects of their biology, which evolved not only alongside, but as a result of nature. A perfect example of this is our relationship with the sun, the circadian rhythm. The major aspects of our happiness, purpose, community, awareness, fitness, and nutrition were all conducive with that way of life. In fact, we've evolved so that those facets of existence would cause us comfort and contentment. Over the course of the last few hundred years, the human race has continued on a path in the opposite direction. With the scientific revolution, the mechanical revolution, the age of the machine, age of the atom, the space age, and now the age of information. As we've become more and more inundated by technology, we've become more and more disconnected from our natural processes. As a direct result, a good majority of the population has become generally unfulfilled and in many cases, unhappy. We'd like to imagine that all advancement is good, that we're always moving in the right direction. But more realistically, it's that a lot of bad comes along with it. Science, medicine, and food are all major for-profit industries. Keeping us overfed, over-medicated, and over-treated is business. And we're cash cows. In hindsight, many people can accept that corporate oil spending in Washington has left us turning a blind eye to oil spills and pushed through approvals for fracking rights and pipelines. Many are even ready to acknowledge that access to oil played a role in where and how we went to war. But few are ready to accept that the food and pharmaceutical industries are even more powerful than oil. In 1998, the tobacco industry was the top spender in Washington. You may remember what it was like, still smoking indoors and around children in confined spaces. Mm -hmm. Then, in 1999, the pharmaceutical industry took the lead. It's been the top spender every year since. In 2021, the pharmaceutical industry outspent oil threefold. This is money that goes toward paying for politicians' campaigns and paying to lobby for the passage of bills. It's worth noting the single largest donor in 2020 and in 2021 is Pfizer. It's simply fact-based on information readily available to the public. Politicians are in debt to these big industries. When we can accept that policy is the result of votes cast by those same politicians, it becomes easier to connect the dots. You might begin to understand why marijuana has been illegal while prescribed opiates have become an epidemic. 
you might begin to understand why we don't talk about fitness and nutrition, even though heart disease has been the leading cause of death for the last 80 years. By the way, perfectly in line with the evolution of the food industry and its prepackaged, overly processed, high calorie, low nutrient food. We talk about science a lot these days, but science isn't always clear, and science is only relevant when it's unbiased. When you take a look at who's funding the studies, you might begin to understand how the results can get somewhat skewed. There's a long list of things we used to think were safe. DDT, Teflon, lead, cigarettes, asbestos, sugar, mercury, canola oil, corn oils, just to name a few. And you might remember when we all thought eggs were bad for us. (laughs) What? Finally, we have to keep a close eye on the fact that these same industries that are spending in Washington are also spending in advertising and media news outlets are incredibly unlikely to contradict what their top ad buyers are selling. It's just the world we live in. It's no longer acceptable to remain blissfully unaware of it. We're at a great precipice now, as we understand how information is being skewed, as we become aware of how money dictates policy worldwide, as we disconnect from the fear-mongering media, we reawaken to ourselves, to our inner voice, our inner knowing. The world has become noisy. When we're overwhelmed, it's second nature to follow someone who appears to be in control. Instead, take control of yourself. Tune out, turn off, go outside, reunite with nature and find your peace. We take all the good from advancement. We begin to objectively discern and dispose of the bad. We disconnect from the noise of technology and reconnect with ourselves, one another, and the natural world. I believe the age of information has reached its culmination with biased censorship and skewed science. The next movement is awareness. Remember, we love hearing from you. If you'd like to share, we welcome you to comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. And you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Thanks for listening to Grateful Grains. If you enjoyed Good Risings, show us some love with a good review. Join us again tomorrow for day two of our week discussing natural remedy. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.